I'm Mighty Q-Dog, and you're listening to The Cartridge Club. Weekly! Weekly! Merry Christmas, folks. This is the very special episode of Cartridge Club Weekly for December the 24th. This is the last one before Christmas. This is coming to you live on Christmas Eve. If you're here with us live in studio, well, this is when it releases us, right? This is not live on Christmas Eve, though. No. So this this is airing on Christmas Eve. But if you're here with us live in studio, we are... uh, My basement, I mean. Yeah. Hi, Tara. Um, We are... uh, Oh, Duke's getting stared at. Duke's getting stared at. It's not good. Duke, uh, go to the quick. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Feign bowel problems. Mark, what is the Cartridge Club? Um, it is. Uh, it's like an online community for uh, people who just love video games and want a place to to talk about them and enjoy them with others. And uh, you got to stop reading the chat. All right, I do. Yeah. <laughs> what is Cartridge Club Weekly? Weekly is just, uh, you know, it's a, little, it's a little get-together that me and you do, and we just sort of talk about what went on the week this, this week in the club, what went on in the gaming world, what went on with the club itself. We have a lot of content creators in the club, and we talk about that. I feel like I'm better at answering those questions, so maybe next time you ask me. Well, it probably helps if you're not reading the chat. I'm not reading the chat. <laughs> and then I'm looking at you, and then I'm like, am I saying it's, this right? Not looking. It's the teleprompter. I could be saying anything right now. <laughs> I don't know what you said. Who knows what I said? Welcome to the Cartridge Club. Two guys who are battling against time in their backlog. Oh, nope. <laughs> nope, that's, that's not us. Copyright infringement. That's not us? No, that okay. is Transformers and beer. I'm Two Overwatch sure. professionals. Nope, that's not us either. Um, Uh-oh. Uh, a couple uh, living in Toronto who do their best to play Mario games on Monday. No, that's still yeah, not us. No, that's, close that's closer, though. <laughs> we'll go with that one. All right, so let's jump into the news. We're going to start with news. I have a lot of it today. Do you? Because I have zip zero zilch. Let me open up my handy-dandy news tracking app. Actually, I have a couple non-gaming stuff. I'm just going to delete it. Go ahead and fire them out there. Uh, we can talk about Apple. Nope. You want to start out hard? You sure. Start let's, out? let's start there. Let's, let's start with let's Apple. Let's wade into the waters here. Yep. Um, they deliberately slow down your phones. What's that about, man? Yeah, What's that out. about? Um, what are they thinking? Is that shady? See, I don't know. I haven't experienced this because I uh, religiously update my phone every two years. There's a reason. It's embedded in your brain. You're yeah. you're manipulated to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's shady. I don't know yeah. what their reasons are. There's some speculation that it's because the battery life has been diminished, that they slow your phone down, so you still get a full day's charge. That's still scummy. It's cool if they want to give you the um, option to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, they're but. doing it because they want you to spend money and buy new phones. No doubt about it. That is um, so greasy. I can't even give them credit for coming out and saying, hey, we're doing this, because it's such a greasy thing to what do. What happened? Did they get caught? Like, why are they saying this I don't this know. Now? I don't know. I can't imagine, like, just them. Somebody must have caught them and said, hey, admit to this, yeah. or we're going to go. Yeah, this will be class action next yeah. week. <laughs> um, VG, collect the yeah. Scott. Did you see that graph or that thing? I produced? did see that oh graph. Oh, my God. I was yeah. like, holy crap, that's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I could show you another graph for Google searches that also coincide oh. with the release of uh, oh. larger phone screens. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right. A lot of it involved Miss Sasha Gray. So I don't know um, what that is. Yeah. <laughs> is that Miss Kentucky? All yep. right, let's do it. What's next? Give me some more. Give me some more news. What's going on in the gaming world? Uh, Arms version 5.0 comes out tomorrow. Whoa! People still play Arms. People still play Arms. I'm blown away. Do you remember playing Arms? I had a the, fun uh, time. The Cartridge Club event here. We had Cartridge Con. First and last time. It was a tournament between the two of us. Came down. Uh, came down was, to you and it I. It wasn't a tournament between. It was a tournament no, between, between everybody. Like but 12, it came down to you and I. Sixteen people. I can't remember. Raiho Magnifico filmed it for us. It was amazing. You can still find that clip somewhere, probably. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know where. Thank you for filming that, Ryan. Uh, so it's coming out, and there's a new character in it. He looks sort of like a Mayan. 
Uh, I don't still I don't play arms. Like I'm actually thinking about trading my copy of Arms in. Yeah, well, do you want to trade in my copy of Splatoon Two as well? Ooh, maybe. Think of yeah. what you could get with those two things traded in. That's like that's like two thousand dollars worth of credit. That's a lot of credit. That's a lot of credit. Yeah, Nintendo games trade in for way more than they're worth. They are expensive. All right. Um, you're reading the chat right I'm now. I'm not reading I, the chat. Th- this was dead air. We had dead air. All right. All this right. isn't the CC Portable podcast. We do not have dead air oh, on this gr- podcast. Curtis and I have dead air. Let's just keep moving on. Ooh, I guess we'll get to that. Uh, Curtis was talking, uh, bad talking me, so uh, I'm going to be doing that a lot this podcast. I don't remember Curtis bad talking you at all. That's okay. I remember nothing it. but love and respect from Curtis. It for doesn't you. matter. Moving on. Dragon Quest Builders coming to the Switch. We got a release what? date February 9th. So That's awesome. This is exciting. I thought I was already on it. <laughs> Dragon Quest Builders is a game that's like made tailor made for the Switch. Let me it's not. say that. It's cute. Uh, you can build things. You can play it in portable mode. Pick it that up and go. Every Switch game. Um, it's cute and you can play it in portable. And I mode. want it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Every game is made. For it's the- a cartoony building adventure game uh, where it's possible that you can uh, get into. Inv- in, uh, what game isn't good for the Switch? Uh, um, FIFA. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. Secret of Man is probably not. You know what? Though I'm excited too. I, I've always been interested in Dragon Quest yeah. Builders. I'm willing to bet God of War. That, mm, yeah, that might not be great. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter because because it's one too. continuous shot with no cuts for eight hours or twenty yeah, hours. Switch probably couldn't handle that. No, yeah, no, 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 those wouldn't be good on Switch. No, no, no. Um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, why are you excited about Dragon Quest Builders? Why do you want it? Because it's a game I wanted to play. Then why don't uh, you have it on PS4? Because I don't. I don't use my PS4. I couldn't. Dragon Quest Builders isn't, isn't the kind of game I think I could entice Colleen to watch. Oh my I gosh, imagine- that sounds right up Colleen's alley. No, man, I don't know. It's cute. You build things. Yeah. These are your words. She prefers to destroy things. Oh. Home, <laughs> homes, marriages. Yeah. Some city, she just always unleashed Bowser. That's right. Immediately. Every time. <laughs> um, I'm excited for it, though. I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. All right. I'm excited, too. Um, I don't know why I never played it on 4. But you know what? I, I think somebody posted that article about how the Switch has given gaming time back to people without time. Yeah. Um, it's it's like it's tailor-made for people that have a long commute, for, for family, for parents. Right. Or it's I, My gaming time is like the hour before that's, I fall that's asleep. A, that's a commute when you're not driving, by the way. If you're driving to work on the 401, don't do please it. don't be playing your don't Switch. Do that's it. a terrible idea. Miles. I heard a lot of truck drivers have started doing that. Um, Like the one that had the lobster. Did you hear about that lobster? <laughs> no. All those poor little lobsters all over the highway. No, I just remember STC telling us how uh, there was a bunch of like motorized deaths due to... Uh, maximum overdrive, 18-wheelers taking over the roads. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, anyway. Oh, this is vile. Yeah, that's for, <laughs> that's amp energy. It actually tastes like, you remember gummy, gummy bears? Yeah. It kind of tastes like gummy bears. It's liquefied gummy bears. Huh. Except it makes your heart faster. I feel like you're going to be stronger. bouncing here and there and everywhere. Oh, boy. High Adventure that's beyond compare. Cuphead. Listen. Released on iOS. You're kidding no, I'm not. So uh, if you go to iOS, uh, I don't know if you still can. You were able to go to iOS a few days ago. Cuphead showed up on iOS. Ah, uh, must have been an error. Scam. Not an error. Oh, it was a scam. Okay, all right. So it was a cloned website of the actual developer of Cuphead's website. It was like MDHR, wow. I think. Wow. Cloned website that was based out of Hungary. Uh, it was four ninety nine. Very reasonably priced for a scam. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Ryan had the same thing. Yeah. And uh, Like, just people being... I don't know what you would have gotten if you had purchased it. Um, but if you if it is still available on iOS, do not buy it. Do not download it. That is not Cuphead. Yeah, that's like when your grandmother gets a phone call and they tell her that she has to pay her. Yeah, your grandson her, has been arrested. You have to pay your taxes to the Canadian Revenue Agency in iTunes cards, <laughs> which was an actual news story oh, here a while back. That's funny. 
Um, people fell for it because old people are gullible. Yeah. Anyway, but the one on Android is legit. I just bought it. No, that's... That- it looks like it's working. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, re- I'll... I just have to put in my credit card I'll number. I'll review that next week. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Wow. Some of these chat messages. All right. Um, Get out of the chat. What are you doing reading the chat? Uh, I seen uh, Barrel of Tits. And oh, boy. I, I was just curious. What could that be? Hey, Nightbot's about? still with us. Nightbot! Still kicking it. Still kicking it. Um, okay. I love it. Let's just move on then. What's the next news? Um, next up, Catherine Full Body oh announced my. for PS4 and Vita. So anybody who's played Catherine knows that the game is uh, based they based it a lot on wine. So uh, one of the descriptors of wine is that it can be full bodied. So Catherine Full Body. I'm not kidding. So what are you the, talking? The about? subtitle of Full Body for Catherine is in reference to the wine. Okay. Uh, that you drink in the game, coming to PS4 and Vita only. So this is not coming to Xbox One X or S. Okay, so that's the actual discussion. I was wondering why you brought this up. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about this a bit uh, on Twitter Ooh. Uh, with some of our friends. I don't remember taking part in that. I talked about it. Um, we basically just shit-talked the Xbox to Musty. Wow, poor Musty. <laughs> For 10 minutes. He's just going to get it from Redbox anyway. Um, so uh, Really, and keep it. Yeah, because they have a problem holding their discs <laughs> they're, they're there. They're very reliable the service. The stickers come right very off. Very reliable. Um, if you work for Redbox and you're listening to this, let's move on. So, uh, yeah, it's coming. So here's the question. Everybody says how much, how easy it is nowadays to port games to the PS4 and the Xbox one. Okay. How architecturally they are very, very similar. This did come out on 360, right? Correct. Um, so it should feasibly be very easy to do them all. I would think, especially if you're making it for Vita. So if you're going to the trouble to make it for PS4, why would you not make it? What What are some reasons you could think of to not make it? Now, keep in mind, neither one of us works in the industry. Neither one of us has developed or ported a game. Neither one of us has any business uh, sense. Is this coming to the Both Americas? dollar store amp. Is this, is this <laughs> Japanese only or is it coming to the Americas? I believe it is coming to the Americas. Let me verify right now. I love saying the Americas, although I really don't know if South America gets anything. You keep talking. I'm going to look. Um, if this is only in Japan, then obviously it's because they have low install rate for Xbox there. So I don't even... This wouldn't even be a discussion. Uh, so I'm assuming that's the case. Um, and it is backwards compatible, which we know. For, uh, Musty and Ryan have, have let us know about that. So they don't need it on that anyway. Right. But uh, is it, in fact, just in Japan? Did you? Just uh, I don't know. I can't. It doesn't say. My, app does, my news app doesn't say. It probably hasn't been announced for America. My unnamed yet. news app does not say. <laughs> uh, like Musty raised a good point. Catherine is already backwards compatible for the Xbox One. So there's no reason for Xbox owners to pay extra money to play a game that they could have bought last generation, unlike those sucky Sony suckers who have to pay for the, the upgraded graphics right, and the added the characters only, and the different endings. The only argument I could have against that is there has there been any remasters that came out on the one that is backwards compatible for the 360? I don't know. You'd have to check with Musty. Musty, get back to me. Let us know. <laughs> are there any Xbox One remasters that are also backwards compatible? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, what you got next? I don't like not having any news that I can keep the thing flowing. This is killing me. It's all you. How am I supposed to read the chat if I'm constantly talking? I don't know, but this is what um, I would experience most weeks. <laughs> so now you know. <laughs> Just keep going. Uh, all right, so we got PUBG. PUBG launched officially oh, on consoles. Wow. Fireworks. Wow, I'm seeing it. Those are beautiful fireworks. I thought this game was out like a year ago. Uh, n- no. Didn't it just win, like, Game of the Year? Oh, it had Game of the Year nominations. It was an early beta test game preview trial that came out this year. Early access, I think it's called, Um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were playing through it. They were testing it out. They were trying things out, but it wasn't officially released. Um, It is now officially released. A lot of bugs. 
lot of bugs when it came out on Xbox. But they well, pat- is it they actually finished it. now? Yes. What? <laughs> as finished as a game. I thought it was still in early as access. As finished as a multi, as a massive multiplayer online tournament shooter battleground game can be finished. Yes. Nailed it. Expect, expect <laughs> weekly updates. Not from us, not but from the developers. God, no, not from us. I hate that we even talked about it for this long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep, let's keep going. Um, so, Wolfenstein 2. Coming to the Nintendo Switch next year. What is it? Wolfenstein 2? Yeah, Wolfenstein 2. Coming to the Switch, yeah. Yeah, it's been described as arguably the best first-person shooter in the last 10 years. By who? Yeah, I made, you just made that up. <laughs> I, I actually I heard it on a video, but we're going to talk about it later. Okay, so I thought this was this isn't news. I'm confused. So it's coming to Switch. Yeah, we already knew a that. A lot of people are nervous about that. We already knew about this. But. Okay. You can you can rest your souls, my friend. Rest your hearts. Rest your weary heads. Worry not. Fear not all. Panic Button is going to be doing the localization over to Switch. What does that mean? Panic Button is the company that brought such games to the Switch as Doom. Oh, they did well. Rocket League. They also did well. So uh, Machine Games went to them and said, hey, listen, you know the Switch. You know how to bring games to it. You've already done Doom. You know, you've done Rocket League. Would you do Wolfenstein 2? And they said... Shit, yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. No need to panic, everybody. You so, can hit that button right so, now. Because <laughs> so, there's no... I'm sorry. So my question is... Pull the Rob. How does a game developer, how does a company become a, a porting company? So mm. are they working on their own games? I did no research on Panic Button before this. I was hoping you knew something about them. Uh, it's the first I've heard of the name. So I don't play these games. Yet. Is this like... Because I know uh, Inti Creates does some ports... Uh, to pay the bills, you know what I mean. So, uh, same with uh, Yacht Club, they do some. Yeah, they get into some production stuff to help pay the bills. Do they? But I've never heard of Panic Button until they started porting games to the Switch. So what do we know about them? They're a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Yeah, I'm not having much luck bringing it up here. No, you're just trying to Google it, and there's nothing happening. Am I getting? Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, I've never ever heard of Panic Button. Well, what do you think about those ports? <laughs> have you played any of those ports? Um, I have not, but I have heard good things from people who would be the ones that would know. Yeah, no, I'm getting a lot of scary stuff coming up when I type panic button. When you type panic button? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting a little freaked out. Just spiders and bats and limbs? I'm going down a dark path. All right, maybe don't do that. Um, a panic alarm. Is before you panic, <laughs> before you panic. Oh, thank you for saving me. Let me tell you about a little job offering that you could possibly get at over uh, at uh, Blizzard. Man, this news is weak. <laughs> what do you want to do, man? <laughs> keep what going, do? keep going. I'm just kidding. So Blizzard put up a, uh, a job posting. They're looking for a vehicle designer. What? For what? Uh, a first-person game. You to think use Overwatch an, is getting vehicles? To use an already built engine. Overwatch getting vehicles. In a known universe. Overwatch getting so vehicles. So it could be their other known first-person shooter. <laughs> what would that Blackthorn. be? Blackthorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blackthorn the Revival. Oh. Um, so this goes back a couple of months ago. There was another article, or another job posting by Blizzard, where somebody they wanted someone who could do uh, graphic designs with characters from the Overwatch universe. Oh. So that specifically said it. So this all but confirms that Blizzard is working on a game in the Overwatch universe that also includes vehicles. So you think it's not going to be DLC or, or an addition? You think it's going to be a separate, game, a separate game? I think it's going to be a... Like Overwatch 2? I think it's going... Yeah. Wow. Maybe not Overwatch 2. I'm hoping... I don't think it will be, but I'm hoping that it's a, a story mode, a single-player experience oh. with the Overwatch characters. Don't you think it could just be another mode? God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is that a thing? You play. I don't even play this game. I really, I really want it to be a, a story mode with the characters from Overwatch. Yeah. Now I'm terrified it's just going to be a mode with 
tanks. It, it could be, man. <laughs> well, who knows? Uh, Cuphead sold over World 2 million copies, dude. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That is a none of them to copies. psychos like you because you won't buy digital. Well, I don't even have an Xbox. Doesn't Cuphead have physical? No. It has a physical game case. It has like a thing that you can get that has a, a code in it, like a mug, I think. How is that any different from a disc that you also don't use ever again? Because you can't give the code like to a somebody. Mug? It's just a mug on the shelf. It's yeah, a mug it, with a digital it's download. literally code. a mug. <laughs> Uh, or a cup, I guess I should say. Buy digital support indie. Um, uh, I have one more piece of news. Well, actually, you should do that so then I get physical. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, go. This is a big one. Oh, boy. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> is it going to be disappointing? What's your three? It's a 4K patch update. What is it? What's on the Xbox three? One X. My God. So, <laughs> holy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's why I didn't have any news. I couldn't find any. What's your three? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Witcher 3 is coming out. If you, you can play in 4K on your Xbox One X, locked in at 30 frames per second. Boom. If you're more into that visual fidelity. You know but I if, am. If performance is your thing, you can get a you can get upwards of 60 frames per second, uh, 1080p upscaled to 4K. That is huge. Yeah. Are they going to release a trilogy? That's the news I want to hear. Uh, I don't have any confirmation on that. Uh, let's talk about that Nintendo Power Podcast. Oh, yes. And one more piece of news. Dean just brought that up. Nintendo Power Podcast. <laughs> yeah. I actually listened to it today. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Talk to me. I actually bumped a Cartridge Club podcast to which one? to Nintendo Power. Which one? That's big news. I'm not going to say which one, but when we get to podcasts oh, boy. and there's only one I haven't heard, oh, boy. you'll probably be able to figure it oh, out. Oh, no. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got your vote in for uh, podcast of the year, though. Yeah, I did. I did. All right. Yeah, and I voted for my favorite podcast of the year. All right, which is the same as mine, right? I don't know. Can I just keep voting, or <laughs> no? <laughs> That's not a thing we should talk about. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so Nintendo Power is, has been reborn. Okay, so talk to me. What's so the uh, editor of Nintendo Power, Chris Spate, I think his name is something like that. So is this just like a bunch wrong. of tips and stuff? Like, um, no. So it starts off with an interview. It's him and David Baker and. Uh, Damon Baker, who's the indie guy for Switch. I knew that. Responsible for making games ported over to Switch. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, we I heard tried, him on to, NBC we tried to line up an interview with him. I heard him on NBC. Um, he I said, I'd love to that. do an interview with you guys, but everything has to happen through Nintendo. Corporations, you know. And then I just never emailed Nintendo. Uh, um, you can email Nintendo? Yeah. Um, and there's also another guy on there from one of their shows. I can't remember which show. It's not Treehouse. It's something like that. Okay. Nintendo Minute, I think. Oh, yeah. That's a sound. Anyway, so these three talk. They they, uh, they they talk for a bit at the first. And then uh, Eiji Onuma and oh, is it Fujibayashi come in. Two of them from Zelda. Okay. Um, Onuma and whoever the I don't know. Uh, director was. You know way more than me. Anyway, they come in and they talk about Zelda. Oh. Uh, Breath of the Wild, to be specific. Any sequel or any talk or anything like that? You gotta listen to it. Okay. I heard it's boring. I heard the book is boring. It's, be honest with me. Be honest. It's a little dry. I find though. NBC could be dry too, though. So is it yeah, similar since to that? Jose left, yeah. NBC has a little dry. So the the key to a good podcast is that that the we host, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> for me to listen to, not to produce. Right, right. The host has to be entertaining. Yeah, energetic. You know what I mean? He's got to engage you when that host is and inviting. Yeah, when the host is dry as a popcorn fart, oh, uh, it makes it hard to stay engaged. He ain't lying with. The rest of them. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Which is, so which is why? My next question. Will, will you be listening to the next one? Yeah, I will. Okay. Yeah. I actually, because of my deployment that's coming up, I'm gonna. I have room for some more podcasts. Yeah, you gotta. So I need. I need to fit some new stuff in there because I'll be able. I'll have oh, more man. time to listen. You should try and find like new podcasts. That you I, I try that uh, JD play and listen that uh, oh, Paulie yeah. kids always talking about. 
I like your boys. Um, I had them on. And I'm thinking about checking out uh, Bottom Shelf Podcast, uh, Riley's Brothers Show. Oh, I thought that was us. <laughs> no, we're bottom tier. Oh, that's oh. what it is. That's what it is. How's that coming there? Good stuff. It's real good stuff. Yeah, I can, I can hear your heart pumping from here. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's the end of news, folks. Uh, really slow news week. It's the week before Christmas. Uh, and we forgot to talk about Nintendo VR. What did you oh, expect? That would have been Nintendo VR. Uh, that's what we should have said. That would have been big news. We would have got oh, people excited. Yeah. yeah. That could be. I'll put that in the headline. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. VR. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Because it got brought up on the show. So yeah. I'll put, put, put a question mark at the That'll end. That'll be the title. Nintendo VR? <laughs> question mark? Yeah. yeah. That'll be All right. perfect. Done. All right. Um, <laughs> Hello, new listeners. Came here listening for Nintendo VR. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, we'll never see you again, I'm sure. All right, so well, that's it for news. Episode of the year. That's it for news. So we're going to move into the next segment of the show. My favorite segment. Which uh, is going to happen right after this word from our sponsors. This week's uh, segment of CC Update brought to you by Amp Energy Drink. The uh, best energy drink you can get at your local dollar store for one single Canadian dollar. Worth every penny. Get a little amped up uh, in your life. Mm. All right. Delicious. The next segment of the show is the Cartridge Club Update. Yes, what's that? So in this part of the show, we're going to talk about some of the podcast videos and blogs that have been uploaded to the Cartridge Club community in the last week. Boom, coming at ya. If a lot of content creators where this, this content's coming from, you can go to www.cartridgeclub.org and you can find all of these shows and more that we're about to talk about. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to start out right right away with a big announcement. I was excited to see Fandango come up on the uh, buddy. On the app. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it was good to see. Anyway, what are yeah. the big announcements we got other than that one? Uh, well, we can start. We're, we're going to start with, oh, announcements. Uh, yeah, we're still Prime. playing We Love Katamari. At least some people are. Are you loving it? I'm loving it. Probably. I haven't touched Don't it. Don't you need to borrow my copy? <laughs> Have you started it yet? It's in the box. We should stream it or something. We could stream it right after the show if we wanted to. Uh, I can't. But we, I might have That's a chance next week. Uh, I'm going to play it a bit this weekend, and I'll give it to you Christmas dinner for supper, and then you can take it for right. a couple days, and then we'll record the show. Never. <laughs> um, so We Love Katamari. Oh. Dig, your, dig your fingers in. One Cartridge Club member is quoted as saying, I'm enjoying We Love Katamari more than Horizon Zero Dawn. Who said that? I'm not going to say. They're probably right, though. You can't be wrong. I've been hearing a lot of negative stuff about Horizon Zero Dawn lately. Mm. We don't want to get into that. I am it's a positive blown show. It's away. I can't, wait to wa- I can't wait to play that game. I watched a documentary by No Clip on Horizon Zero Dawn. It's an hour and 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Delgado did the artwork for it. Yeah. It's a great documentary. And after watching it, I realized I love everything about Horizon Zero Dawn except actually playing the game. Wow. What? That sounds yeah. like me with Last of Us. The lore, the artwork, the story, the history, <laughs> all of it, how it came about, the development of it, all of that amazing stuff, the idea behind it, the yeah. premise of it. It's a situation where I wish I had never put it in so I could still have all these fond thoughts. Oh, man, that's what But I have said. played it. It's like it's like when you you know, you know think about what it would be like to have a date with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, you think about it and you, you, you uh, I don't want to use the term fantasize, but you imagine it. Um, you go over in your head exactly what you would do, what you would say, where you would take her, yeah. and then the actual <laughs> date happens, yeah. um, and the, and and it's terrible. It's a horrible experience. You know what I mean? All she wants to do the whole time is talk about Scott Wolf, and I you have just no idea. <laughs> man, you lost me. I forget what we were originally talking about. Anyway, that's how I feel about Horizon Zero. Oh, Dawn. Horizon! Zero Dawn. I honestly <laughs> forgot. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is my date with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm gonna have a good time with Jay. Uh, Jennifer, I love you. <laughs> We're gonna have a good night. It's gonna be awesome. Hey, NJ Retro. Um, um, if you're playing Cartridge Club Portable this month, Kirby's Dreamland, Kirby in Dreamland, Kirby's Adventure in Dreamland, Kirby's, Kirby's Dreamland Adventure, Time in Dreamland, Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy. 
Yeah. Uh, it's only about 30 minutes to beat it. Yeah. You could have beaten it in the time it took me to make that Jennifer Love Hewitt analogy. I <laughs> <laughs> had a good time with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Any other big announcements? No, nah, that's it, man. I'm, I'm oh, I'm still working on the Sega videos. Oh, right. That's Because Musty gonna... threw me under the bus. What happened to that? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Second breakfast. We'll talk about that. Uh, I have not seen this week's second breakfast. Uh, yes, Chris. That was a Party of Five reference. Hello. So, let's do podcast. We're going to open with Fandango. Boom! You listened to Fandango? I did. Tell yeah. me all about yeah. it. So, 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 for those of you at home, keep a score. Retro <laughs> Fandango is not the one I skipped to listen to Nintendo. <laughs> I, I knew that, but yep. everybody at home probably thought you skipped Fandango. Retro Fandango. <laughs> uh, so, Kevin's still not there. He's still taking some time off. Has some ah, stuff going on. That hurts. But they brought in Retro Gamer Ranting, otherwise known as Twitch. Yes. Uh, he's a yearly, yearly guest for them. What is Fandango like without Kevin? Uh, it's good. It must be weird. It. Richard does a good job of reminding everybody that Kevin's not there um, because okay. he's constantly like, this will be done, but Kevin's not here. Oh, okay. This, yeah, right. this would normally be smoother, but Kevin's not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a it was a great show. Um, so I, I want to open with, they talked about graphics don't matter at one point early in the show. Yeah. Um, and the example that Twitch gave was uh, the Ghostbusters game on PS3, Xbox 360, and Wii. Okay. And how... The Xbox 360 and Wii both had a uh, a realistic art art direction, yeah. whereas the Wii had like a uh, a cartoony art direction. Right, and so I think I think this was a poor choice for his defense of why graphics don't matter, because he said, you know, graphics don't matter to me. I'm, I don't care about graphics; they're not important. And you brought up that game. And you said on the PS3 and the Xbox 360, they're ultra realistic, but I prefer the Wii, which everybody said was worse because it has this this cute cartoony art style. Well, preferring it because it has because it has a cartoony right. art style That's not is graphics. preferring it because of the graphics. Yeah, you're right. In that in that exact situation, the graphics do matter to you <laughs> because you're picking the cartoony style. That's a good point. Um, and then it got me thinking: How many times do people say things like, "I don't care about graphics. I like the Wii U." Well, you like why do you like the Wii U? Well, the Wii U looks awesome. It does. And you're you're choosing it because you like the art style in those games. Right. So I, I think the term graphics don't matter. Huh. I think we might be using that wrong. Uh, no, depends on who's using it because you don't like the PlayStation 1 entire library because of the graphics. Yeah, they're potato-y. <laughs> See, graphics, <laughs> <laughs> graphics do matter to some people, but graphics don't matter to me. So, you know what it does matter, though, is the main character art choice. <laughs> I am not playing as a child in, right, a, in right. a lengthy RPG. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to play with children. Um, <laughs> so, from there, they talked about... Uh, I actually listened to this while Colleen was having her procedure done she asked me not to say on the air that she got a colonoscopy because i told everybody at the hangout congrats and she was like don't tell people about that is she lighter like, uh, she well really we light? got we got bad news afterwards um oh, sorry to hear that her butt was on tv and they will not be renewing it for season two. Oh my god what is this joke I what just know. happened i don't know i've been, I've been throwing it around the house a bit to see if she'd warm up to it but oh my god it's not taken all right she doesn't listen to the show that's probably best <laughs> Um, everything's good though. Uh, we're all clear. We can put a clip there. of that up here right now. <laughs> uh, so that's, they talked about Patreon. Batman the Animated Series after that. Yeah. Oh, um, classic. And they were talking about how cartoons back then, yeah, are were were more available because it was they were good for kids to watch. They were good for teens to watch, and an adult could sit and watch them and not want to stab themselves in the face. Yeah. And it got me really thinking that cartoons today don't really seem to be like that, unless I'm just seeing the wrong cartoons. Yeah. So you have a child. And I know a bunch of people in the chat have children. Well, my um, child's too young for this. But I'm sure that they have, like, uh, isn't there, like, a Justice League? Uh, I love Eric. 
What do you nope. say? You can't read the chat. Pam. You just made a comment about the chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Uh, what have you done? What? I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, right. I was asking about cartoons, uh, cartoons. nowadays. No, no. I'm sure that there's cartoons that are just like that now. Uh, what about the Justice League one? Like the Friends Justice, whatever it is. I don't know. Isn't I that... haven't seen them. If there is, if there's cartoons out there that are as good for adults. They're probably referring to those weird Cartoon Network ones that are like. They actually mentioned, he tried to mention Gravity Falls. He couldn't remember the first name, Gravity. Um, he, he got a couple different names out. That, I remember watching that with Emily when she was a kid, and that was decent. I don't know what that is. But I'm um, sure that there are. Uh, now I want to know. I have no reference. You're a parent. You should start looking into this stuff. Well, that, Otherwise, you're going to be watching uh, Bear enough, in the Big Blue House forever. By the time she's old enough for stuff like that, it will be completely different. It'll be right. a whole new. Um, um, fairly odd parents. Here we go. No, no, Derek. That's the kind of animation that. Uh, All right, the, the chat right now is dumping a ton of them on us. So I guess there's a bunch we just didn't know about. Um, um I blame my kids. Transformers for not, Prime not is probably me. a good one. Yeah. So it just turns out our children have terrible taste. Uh, they probably get that from their mothers. Uh, so then they moved into Christmas. <laughs> um, and Twitch was talking about how he wears a Santa hat. Um, all the time at Christmas. And it's sort of like really. Yeah, it's sort of like Maybe his I'll safe space. You know it. Uh, he he started doing it initially to to be that that guy who always says Merry Christmas and and is always sort of out there doing that. That's a good guy. And then it, it stuck as a tradition. And I think he said he makes his kids wear one too. Oh. Um, but he he was talking about how they they do donations at their local church and how he tries to instill in his kids you know a sense of giving That's and sense awesome. of caring. And in all honesty, if you're going to listen to one Christmas episode of any podcast this year, it needs to be this episode of Retro Fandango. I'm sold. Yeah, Twitch uh, Twitch and Richard did a great job. Um, we are looking forward to having Kevin back, but they did an awesome job. I definitely recommend uh, Retro Fandango. I think it's episode 66. That sounds about right. Uh, it's the latest one. It's on the main page right now at Characters Club. But uh, if you, honestly, if you're going to listen to one, if, if you want to feel good about Christmas and feel good about you know someone who's, who seems to have it together for parenting-wise, listen to this episode. Richard talks about how he's into modeling. What? And how he was wondering how... He's a model? Like, like, what legacy is he going to leave behind when, he, when it's done, you know? Is he going to look back and say, what did I what did I create? Well, I bought all these games and stood them on a shelf neatly. Or I, I, I got these models and I cut them out and I took the time and I glued them together and I painted them. It's a really, really good show, man. Definitely, definitely check that out. I will definitely check that. I haven't listened to Retro Fandango in... Uh... Eight months? Wow. Six months. A long time. And I'm itching to get back in. Um, this is the one. All right. Then maybe this will Do be it. it. Listen to it. You work tomorrow? I was expecting a Kevin when I came back, though. I was expecting Kevin. I think he'll be there in, in January 2018. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I can't wait for him to come back. But I will probably listen to this Christmas one, too, over the Christmas holiday break. So good. Good. Next up, another podcast that I did not skip to listen to Nintendo Power. <laughs> STC podcast. Well, of course you didn't skip STC. Of course not. Right. So, SEC came out. They opened up. They talked about some snowblower woes. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. But it's working fine for him now. Yeah. Yeah. So, he has a uh, he shares his driver with his neighbor. And yes, it got me thinking about, good story. about mom and dad, how we used to sort of share the driver with the neighbors next to us. Oh, kind of. Yeah. The, the end part of the driver where you, where you pull in is, is, is level. And then there was like a foot difference. Yeah. Like a, a grade, a slow grade up to a there foot There was a separation, yeah. We um, used to leave a, 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 a... But Dad used to be so anal about that. Like, our driveway would be forced shorter yeah. because he was so... We were not allowed to shovel the snow. We had to <laughs> We had to develop a wall between us and the neighbors. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. But you, it was hard to shovel that level. 
That, well, we could that. have shoveled it back or across and had one driveway straight across. But Dad was adamant. He was like, there will be division. <laughs> there will be a line here. Oh, Samurai Jack. I'm drawing awesome. it in the snow. Yeah, you know what? I never thought about that. But how easy would it have been to shovel that, that driveway with a snowblower? Oh, it would have been easy. Yeah. I don't have one. I have a six-car driveway now. And yeah. luckily, with the exception of last winter, I've been overseas yeah. every winter we've owned the house. Unluckily, I had more time spent in European hotel rooms than I did in my own bed <laughs> for the first two years of owning the house. So, boo earns to that. But uh, oh so next winter, I'm also going to be gone. Oh, yeah. So who's going to be doing your... Uh... Colleen will do it again. Is she getting a snowblower? Uh, she wants one. What's his name going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Probably Walter. Uh, um, <laughs> I bet it will be, yeah. So they, they opened up with the snowblower woes, and I thought it was kind of... A bummer. There's nothing. Bill came home and his driveway wasn't done, and his neighbor had been home suspectedly all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I want to talk about. So did that guy just sit at home and go, you know what? Bill's gonna get that. No, Bill has to shovel maybe it. Maybe he was sick. Maybe he's home. But he could look bed. out his window and go, you know what? Bill's gonna come home and he's gonna have to shovel it to get in. He's not. He's out. I'm just sucker. gonna leave it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's on him. Yeah. Maybe you're right. I don't know. It would suck to have to share a driveway. Yeah. 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 I feel bad for Bill. Yeah. I don't even like sharing. Uh, I don't like sharing anything. I'm not yeah, a sheriff. I'm not either. If uh, like Dad's wall division, if I could build a higher one, clearly defined lines. Here's this is mine. This is yours. You do. Yeah. You, I do me. Yeah. Uh, although I end up mowing uh, my neighbor's lawn half of it because like half of it anyway, and then like his front and my other neighbor's front. Wow. Every time I mow, so you spend a lot of time in your neighbor's fronts. Yeah, well, it's better than their backs. I guess, yeah. I actually rake the leaves from our lawn. I have a, a, a leaf raker, and I rake them. A leaf raker. I, I rake them off of my property, and I just stack them up along the edge of my my property, and I know the wind will blow right. them into my neighbor's yard because he has a nice mulcher. Oh, so I just my. let him take care of it. Yeah. Thanks, Bruce. Um. <laughs> so the boys were in top form in this episode of STC. Joe was engaged. Oh, um, I lost my STC notes. Oh, that's good. And I lost my polykill notes. So, but I've heard both. Um, STC, uh, when Bill is, or sorry, when Bill's always engaged, Bill's always on. Bill is the heart and soul of that show. <laughs> They're both. You, but you when can't Joe, have one when other. Joe is engaged, when Bill doesn't have to drag every piece of <laughs> of discussion out of Joe. Yeah. When Joe is actively in there and like, I want to talk about this and I'm prepared for this and I'm gonna do this. Yeah. That show is so good. Give me an example. Firing on all pistons. Uh, Extra Life. They were talking about the Cartridge Club Extra Life and how Joe was saying, you know, they didn't get invited. They they were. Um, <laughs> and how if they had been there that next year he wants to do. Oh, yeah. They'll take off clothing for yeah. donations. No, he uh, he so said some funny things and we I had, wrote we it that, down. Colleen looks at me and goes, can we do that tomorrow? Wasn't there something, <laughs> oh Wasn't there something about nipples? I can't. Taping, um, taping Bill's nipples or something. Oh, yeah. man, I can't. I yeah. wrote all these notes. I, I lost them. I can't believe it. But it was, it was a great episode of SEC. The the boys were in fine form. Yeah. Definitely check out. I love when they out. get rowdy. There was more stuff. I can't believe I didn't. Uh, anyway. Rich, you should take notes. I took notes. <sighs> okay, well, give me some notes. more. I'll get some notes. So next up, I want to talk about Polykill. <laughs> Coming an, at you. Another podcast I did not skip to listen to Nintendo Power. <laughs> <laughs> I did not listen to Nintendo Power, but I certainly listened to Polykill. So this... If you, have, the RPG one, right? if you have not yet listened to an episode of the Polykill podcast and you like RPGs, modern RPGs at all, 
you need this needs to be the show that you get in with. Well, I mean, it's their only modern RPG this is, episode. Well, this, but like, <laughs> like if you're like, I like Polycon, and you like other, like I'm trying to find a common ground. I see what you're saying. If you're new to them, this is the one to, to jump in with. Um, there, there was one. I like the pet peeve one actually. I think I would. That was good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but expect video um, games after so, that. <laughs> so Trav started off talking. At one point, he was talking about Chrono Trigger yeah. and Dragon Age Origins, and he was saying yes. how Chrono Trigger, um. He was I don't want to say he he didn't dislike it, but he wasn't feeling it so much because he kept getting lost. Well, uh, did you say Chrono Trigger? Yeah, it's probably because there's no character development, <laughs> and uh, he, yeah. he couldn't figure out why he didn't like the game because they're the exact same at the start and the end, mm. except for Frog. Yeah, <laughs> he starts his little tadpole, and then no, that's not that is literally the life of a frog. Yes, <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's right, Inquisition. That's right. What did I say? Uh, Origins. Did I? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's definitely Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, so that was another game that he had sort of, I don't want to, he had issues with. Yeah. And I did too, big time. Yeah. Uh, I have tried to play Dragon Age Inquisitions twice. And both times I get to the, the open, so the opening sequence is exciting and I'm, I get a little amped up. You know, you're the seeker and you're going to do this and your hand glows and you got to go fist the holes. And um, then. You lost. I me. get into the hinterlands <laughs> and it's like, and it's. I, oh, right. I heard you It's this, this massive open area and there's a million side quests and there's a fucking ton of things to collect. That sounds awesome. And it's ridiculous. What a dream for a Western and I'm RPG. there for 40 hours and I still haven't advanced the story one move. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? There's still a giant gaping maw above the world that's going to suck everything into it. Yeah. And I have done nothing to do it, but I got that horse situation sorted out. Yeah. And you know what? I found about 62 shrines. I don't care about that big swirling thing all over the <laughs> castle. What do I care? I'm doing 62 shrines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's not. It is the same thing. Not. <laughs> do not compare Dragon Age Inquisition to fucking Breath of the Wild. I will end you. The show will be me and these two cans of amp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be a good show. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Polykill. Um, so then they talked about modern RPGs, which was a great, great time. Yes. Because modern RPGs are very different from older RPGs. Yeah, they are. They talked about Dark Souls, which I like. Yep, yep. Um, there was a lot of the things on the list I did not care for. No? Like what? Um, pretty much all the other mo- modern RPGs. Um, I'm Even with the Mass Effect series, the more I've been thinking about Mass Effect... I don't know if I like... Oh, and the type of KOTOR, which I'm also interested in, but I think it's just like Mass Effect 2 as well. And uh, what's the combat like in KOTOR, though? Just like Mass Effect. Is it really? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody in the chat will know. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what other, what other RPGs did they mention that you liked? Uh, I know Jake mentioned that he wanted to try Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Yes, you can't invert Done by Studio 38. Your X-Axis. Um, that game, the, the the team that was brought together for that game, Ted Levine. Uh, Wasn't it like Epic Studios? Todd McFarlane. Or Epic Games. And R.A. Salvatore. Games or- so McFarlane did all the art. Salvatore did the story and all the quests. Yeah. And Ted Levine was the overall director. And that's exactly why they didn't make any and money. And these people are massive in, in the fantasy industry. That's why they're broke. That's why they couldn't do it. You know, these are kings of each of their crafts. Yeah. Uh, and Kurt Schilling said... Throw me a fastball right down the center of the plate. We're gonna hit a home run. Yeah, uh, and they did. The game is fantastic. They made no money. They yeah. the city or the city, the state of Rhode Island, yeah, foreclosed on them. <laughs> yeah, so there will never be a sequel, most likely. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never heard of anything like that happening. If I was staying home beyond the end of this season of the Cartridge Club, yeah. that would be a game of the month. Really? I could never play it. But you know what? Maybe this would be a good time to do it then. It would force you to play it. Yeah, like that stupid but game. Did they ever patch in that? X, X. I don't think so. What stupid game? Nothing. 
You were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amalur is fantastic. It's a great game. Beautiful music. I forgot about it until I mentioned it. One of my favorite opening sequences. They, you know, it's going on. The story's happening, and yeah. and then you died. Um, yeah. So good. And then the other game you see one of the trial was Odin Sphere, and that's going to be a game of the month in February. Yes. Odin Sphere is a game of the month for the Cartridge Club in February. Yes. That's Vanillaware. Vanillaware, uh, arguably my favorite game art designers. Well, yeah. Uh, they are all artists who just said, hey, let's make art that moves, and they then make they make pretty games. games. I've yet to play a game from them that I actually enjoy, though. Oh, wow. You didn't like Muramasa the Demon Blade? No. What about Muramasa Rebirth? Same game. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, though. They did Dragon's Crown as well, right? Uh, they did, yeah. Another beautiful game. They talk about that, actually, yeah, on They did like Princess it. Crown. They do Dragon's Crown. Beautiful um, games. I just do don't like the uh, gameplay. Grand Knight. Uh, Grand Knight History, I think it's called. That sounds made up. <laughs> uh, it's Japanese only. You wouldn't know her. Um, <laughs> I met her at summer camp. Um, but it was a great episode of Paul the Kill. I loved it. I listened to it laying on the sofa. Yes. Uh, with Shadow, my 45 pound Australian cattle dog, she ain't like- laying on my chest, and her head was nuzzled up against my cheek it as she awesome. napped. <laughs> and I listened to Paul the Kill and I watched Colleen play Odyssey. It was a perfect moment. Yep. Of my my vacation there, so big thanks to Jake and Trav for helping to make that happen. If you guys like video games, listen to Polly. Oh, and yeah. Southern guys with a lot of Southern charm. Yeah, listen to Poly which Kill. one's the charming one? Uh, both. Right, all four nips. Um, all right. Next up, I want to talk about the Retro Pixel Bonusode. Whoa! Another show that I didn't skip to listen to Nintendo Power. I think I have a note <laughs> for Bonusode. I just have one. I only have one, too. <laughs> so he, he talked about the Extra Life stream. This is a bonus episode mid-month that happened whenever he feels like it. Yes. You know, a bonus ode just pops up whenever. Yes. Um, he, uh, bonus he At the end of the episode, he put a bunch of clips from the Extra Life live stream. That's my note. <laughs> and I had fun reliving the moments in audio form. Yeah. Uh, so, James, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. It's a great, fun episode. If you're a fan of the RetroPixel podcast... Uh, if you want to run down, he talks about chewing that worm up, man. If you want to run down, yeah, that's on, disgusting. If what happened on the Extra Life 50 hour stream we did, listen to Retro Pixels bonus ode, and he gives a really good sum up of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, Next up, I have. Okay, you go. No, you go because you're about to say it. Frantic thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have lots. The of first Josh episode notes. of the 12 Days of Christmas, 12 Frantic Days of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it was with his wife. Now, I don't want to get it wrong. Is her name Sienna? I think it's Sierra. Okay. I knew it was one of those two. And I knew, I, knew I was going to fuck it up. For a guest, that was really good. So I'm going to do that again. Uh, I'm not going to edit this, but Josh, just call her over to listen to this part. Um, <laughs> so it was uh, uh, Frantic Thoughts, uh, the first episode in the 12 Frantic Days of Christmas. Right. It was Josh and his lovely girlfriend, Sierra. Sienna. You fucking <laughs> <dick>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no. And um, they were talking about their favorite media from 2017. Yeah, which is a question that's going to come up possibly later but yeah. Uh, yeah really cool to hear something about uh other than video games you get to hear more from somebody right get to learn more about them um they did a Q&A for the podcast yep. well, oh my gosh there was a, a question that was asked that I meant to ask you can't remember but it doesn't matter listen to Josh's Q&A I have lots of Josh he's doing the 12 days of our uh, 12 frantic days of christmas so there's either a new video or a podcast coming out every day for 12 days. Dude, so day two, you want me to just go through him really quick? Sure, yeah. Go ahead and do Josh right now. Yeah, I have at least five days of notes here. Uh, he did this Minecraft play, just like a Let's Play. He's, he's testing out all these new series ideas. 
And he says he's going to see what ones stick. And in the new year, he's going to make it actual series. You showing off your little Samson? No, go ahead. Just because Dean Dean made a comment earlier. So Nobody likes to, a braggart. I just want to get want to help him. Did you tell everybody how you got that? No. Big story. Anyway, um. Oh yeah, so we did a Minecraft video. It was like forty minutes long. I watched the whole thing. Wow. When was the last time I watched a forty minute? So video? he did a forty five minute demo on how to play a game that you might be Not interested in. Not even a in. demo. No. And, oh, I see. What and you're doing. you watched the whole thing. Well, he's really classy about it, right? Oh yeah, that's what it, that's what it takes for me to watch. Oh, Okay, okay. <laughs> no, you but, better hope Jay's not. He lives close enough. He, you can he drive made comments. Over. He was Jay, already... Jay, I know Jay lives close enough. He could drive over here and punch you in the mouth. I love you, and Jay. he knows where I live. Uh oh, <laughs> he's probably outside. Um, but no, I watched this whole thing. It was just very relaxing. Um, I like Josh. I like the sound of Josh's voice. It's very soothing. And for a game like Minecraft, it just goes together well. Man, that game has changed a lot since I played it too. By the way. But anyway, um, day three, he cooked this amazing, like, appetizer, which I'm going to try making. I don't make things. Was it jalapeno-wrapped popper bacon? Yeah, it was like jalapeno pop poppers, but with wrapped in bacon, Mm -hmm, essentially. mm -hmm. Uh, Amazing. Oh, also, at the uh, end of uh, the podcast, he played this song at this version of Hallelujah by Pent. Yeah. Dude. I wanted to ask who did that. It's Pentatronic. I looked it up. I had to find it because I was so into it. It was so good. It's like acapella. Like did you, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, Josh, went, send me a message of who sang that song. I just told song. you it's Pen- Pentatronics. Yeah, you just told me you're right. Pen- I'm gonna just Google Pen- Hallelujah Pentatronics. That will work. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's how I found it. Anyway, um, awesome. But I listened to the rest of their songs. Not as good. Dean says you're wrong. I'm kidding. Just keep going. Okay, uh, you're right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, I was listening. Yeah, that was their best song. Like I tried listening to their stuff. Eh, it's all right, but that Hallelujah song, holy crap, it's good. Um, I don't know what their music's like outside of Christmas stuff. It might be amazing. Anyway, um, then I need to play this uh, for day four. We played this Batman game called Batman: The Dark Tomorrow. It's a terrible game. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be trying to do like uh these series of um like bad games, and he's gonna see if it's worth it. Type of thing. Uh, day five, they did this kart racing challenge. Um, I got to see Crash Team Racing for the first time in a very long time, and it is one of my favorites, um, especially in terms of kart racing, so it was pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, check out Josh's 12 Days of Christmas. There's another one out right now, and this new podcast is coming out. I think it came out early. I think it came out today. So uh, check out at Frantic Society, and then you can see his YouTube channel and all that stuff from there. Um, yes, so I wanted to talk about I liked how it was him and his girlfriend together on the show. There's a lot of that. You should watch the kart racing one too. Um, it 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 struck me as a lot of like one of the things I like most about the club is and the, and the community as a whole is that it's so inclusive for couples and for families. Um, that girlfriend versus episode we did where we played Mega Man Two, classic. Um, all of girlfriend versus the Q Dogs. Yeah. Oh, hey Kevin. Um, I like the, the retro nonsense. The whole premise is family. Yeah. Um, STC, Polykill, you know, two couples. I just, I like the inclusion of family in yeah. the club stuff. That's a good and point. I think that was part of the reason Extra Life was so special for me because we got to see Eric and Melissa. We got to see Derek and Cynthia. That's a good point. You know, uh, Matt brought his whole family. Um, yeah. his, well, oh. his sister anyway and his buddy uh, Morseus. Um, That's a good point too. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. I liked I liked hearing Josh and his girlfriend on there. Uh, even though I clearly have trouble remembering uh, which of the C names she has. <laughs> it's Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so check out Frantic Thoughts. Uh, so I got two more podcasts I'd like to talk about. Society. 
Um, one of them we talked about briefly last week, so I'll just touch on it. Go. Uh, Masters of Unlocking. Okay. Uh, their coach co-op games yep. um, was the episode. Okay. Um, and they talked about co-op games for the holidays. And I wanted to take this opportunity to, to sort of describe the two games that we'll be playing at our Christmas dinner, um, even though they're not video games. Oh, okay. So uh, for the listeners, uh, my, I'm having my brother and his wife and my parents and my grandmother and my uncle and uh, both of our daughters over for Christmas supper, uh, Christmas dinner here at our house. It's going to be and awesome. Colleen and I talked about it, and we thought it would be fun if we played a couple of games uh, beforehand. So one of the games we're going to play is called uh, Santa's Sack Toss. Oh, boy. Um, so we have a, nice. a little bean bag that looks like Santa's sack. Like a, um, like a gift bag? Yeah, like his, his okay. coin purse. And, what? Uh, <laughs> still not being clear. <laughs> anyway, carry and, on. Uh, and we've got a, a board with a bunch of numbers on it. Um, one to twenty-five, and we're gonna throw the bag. If you've watched Big Brother, this theory will be this will sound familiar to you. Each person will take a turn throwing the bag to get points. Whoever has the lowest points each round is eliminated. Okay. Yeah. When you get eliminated, you have to draw from one of ten gifts, and yeah. the gifts are all coupons that we came up with. Good idea. Uh, some of them include uh, one night of babysitting, or wow, that's a big one. Uh, one night, uh, one night at um, who's gonna win that one? A movie date night uh, on us, nice. and some of them include things one. like if anybody rings a bell, you have to sing a Christmas carol. Oh, I don't um, like that one. Yeah. Um, Who's going to get the unitard? Uh, <laughs> yeah. If if you draw, there's one that if you get it, you have to wear this ugly Christmas sweater that Colleen Hawk glued a bunch of ornaments yeah. to yeah. Uh, for the old dinner. So anyway, that's one of the games we're going to play. Um, we're going to play that before dinner, and we think that's going to be fun. And then we're also going to play tequila or water. The um, classic Christmas game. Yeah. We'll have a bunch of shot glasses uh, poured already, half tequila, half water. And then people will have to randomly pick one and see what they get. Is it just going to be half tequila, half water in every single cup? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never had tequila. Yeah. I'm not going to do that night either. But isn't that crazy? I've never had tequila. Really? Yeah. Huh. So yeah, they talked about uh, they talked about co-op games you could play with your family, and they talked about how the holidays we've already got everybody together is a good time to do that. Yeah. Uh, I love Caleb and Scott. It's a great show. Yeah, it is a good show. Always check out Master of the Long. So I have one last podcast to talk about. Um, Which one? And that is Media Mavens. And again, we briefly mentioned this one last yes. week. So get more um, into it. So they had Tyler, uh, Riley's brother on it from the Bottom Shelf podcast. Bottom Shelf. And they talked about disaster movies. And one of the things they focused on, they focused on was how come disaster movies always seem to revolve around a, like a falling apart marriage or a relationship? They do? Like uh, 2012 with John Cusack. Um, That's one I can think of. Uh, Armageddon was her mother was gone and he was raising her as a single parent. Then it was both their relationship, her and Ben Affleck, and then Ben Affleck. And they brought up a bunch of that was thin. (laughs) Anyway, they brought up a bunch of that 2012 one is spot on. Um, Independence Day that's all about falling apart relationships. What the father and son are estranged, Will Smith and Will Smith are estranged. Stretch him. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good episode. All right. Oh, what's the bottom shelf podcast about? Uh, movies. Uh, what's the name? Bottom shelf podcast. I know, but what's the name mean? I don't get it. I don't know. He keeps maybe he keeps his movies on the bottom shelf. Maybe I don't remember what he said. It I was, need some it context. Was, it was in the first ten minutes of a podcast I listened to okay. last week. All right, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we can't get bonus barrel. I know it came out late. Who? Who? Bonus barrel. Oh yeah, I was too busy listening to Nintendo Power. Oh, that's the one you skipped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's well, that's low. Nintendo Power came out on time. Well, they are one of our top <laughs> Cartridge Club contributors, Nintendo Power. So. <laughs> Um, but no, I didn't get to hear all of it because it just came out today, but I did get to hear a lot of it. <laughs> uh, turns out Lef may have like a, a romantic love for Xenomorphs. Oh. He wouldn't deny it. I'll leave it at that, which is better than a no. Hmm. So he might, 
be romantically involved in the Xenomorph. Um, okay, they had a discussion about watching credits, both in video games and in movies. All right, yep. Um, do you feel that uh, it's okay to walk out on credits, or do you feel like you should sit and watch credits? This all came up because of something Musty Hobbit tweeted out. Yeah. About because uh, Musty said, "Fuck those workers, nobody cares." I don't think that's exactly how he said it. No, like, I think I think I don't think he said anything. I think he just retweeted somebody. He else's retweeted tweet. somebody <laughs> saying, "There's nothing at the end of the Star Wars credits. You don't have to don't stay. watch it." Yeah. Right. So, what do you think of that? I don't even. Did he retweet that one, or did he read the the retweet the the other person who quoted it and said, "Or you could stay." Yeah. Or and, don't be a dick. Yeah. Something yeah. You like could that. stay and look at all of. The, I think he retweeted the tweet that said that makes more sense. You could stay and see all the people who worked so hard to bring you this thing that you enjoyed. That makes sense. I think I think is the one he retweeted. But he was retweeting that one. But he was the original tweet that said, "There's nothing at the oh. end, so don't go." <laughs> so he was just retweeting the guy tweet, that retweeted him. Tweetception. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Do you sit and watch credits for movies at the end of it? Um, I I I did for Star Wars. Yeah, I, I would too. <laughs> but I never thought about this before. Uh, like, and I do for Marvel movies. In fact, if I go to the theater, if I pay twelve dollars for my ticket. And then I pay $25 for my popcorn yeah. and $8 for my soda. You're damn right I'm going to sit there and I'm going to get every second out of that theater that I've earned. Uh, I, uh, I've i paid for it. In order for me to calculate my uh, hours of enjoyment to cost spent, I have to watch the credits. Okay. Now, here's how I look at it. With video games, I would say 99% of the time I watch the credits at the end. I think a lot of it is me absorbing it. I just went through an experience, like an adventure, and this is my chance to reflect on that. And I use the credits for that, especially if there's good music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It gives you a chance to unwind and come down, especially if there was a really intense boss fight, that kind of thing, or a really emotional cutscene at the end. Anything like that gives you a chance to process. Now, you, don't lie. You watch them at the end of a video game because you're terrified that if you don't and you turn it off, it will have lost your save file. No, why do you want? Why do people? Why do they have saves at the end of credits? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I know some games you can go back and stuff, but I just I never go. I never go back. But anyway, um, so and. But it's the same with movies. If I have a really emotional connection to a movie, um, or if it has a really good, compelling ending, I sit and I process, and I usually then do watch the credits. Um, but nine times out of ten, I don't watch movie credits because I don't get as emotionally involved as they do with video games. Uh, if I go to the theaters, I watch them. If I watch it on Netflix, I don't because they, they seem to cut them off. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Next episode playing. <laughs> I definitely see the... Uh, Musty has clarified that it was from a... Uh, a news article said, don't stay, and he saw someone tweeting about recognizing the people who make it uh, stay. So he said, um, don't stay. Re- Somebody no. <laughs> retweeted him saying, this guy's a dick, and then he retweeted the guy saying he's a dick? No. He, a, so he came to terms with it. A news... Did a full 180. A news source said, oh. don't stay, there's nothing after the credits. Oh, okay. Someone on Twitter right. said, or you could stay and recognize these people. Right. Musty retweeted that guy. Now, um... Musty was not the guy who wrote Again, the original right. article. Um, so Rob was bringing up some points. He's like, How, um, do these... So Fit, Fitnet's right. I'm surrounded by assholes. So, <laughs> who made that man a, so, a um Rob made a point that these people don't will never know if you sat and read their name. And chances are you're not going to remember any of their names and there's going to be jobs in there that you don't even know what the jobs are kind of thing. You don't know what the second key gap Which is? Which is right. No. They're talking about there's a, there's something called a best boy... Yeah, yeah, and uh, and a key grip. Anyway, and uh, the key grip holds the key to the trailers tightly. <laughs> so they will never know whether you sat there or not. But they all agree that no news publication should announce a that there's nothing at the end of credits, or yeah. b that you you should leave. Yeah, you know what I mean. I so you watch that. game credits. 
You don't watch movie credits. Uh, yeah, well, well, that's not what I said earlier, but that's okay. You're, you're reading that. <laughs> I'm getting so confused. <laughs> so hold on. So you wrote the tweet? <laughs> yeah, I wrote the tweet. I just want to know who did Somebody the Somebody called me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, it just made me think, like, are we disrespecting people by not reading them? They'll never know. Do they care? Do you want people to go to your funeral and uh, and say no. something at your funeral? Mm. Do you care? You're dead. That is a deep question. On a, this comes on up a, on Bonus Barrel. I'm not bringing this up out of nowhere. On a podcast about video games. This is from Bonus Barrel. Uh, He's saying that just like these guys, they'll never know that you read it. It's the same at funeral. It got dark. I didn't realize how dark it was though. Wow. Right now. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So, uh, so would you care if you worked? Okay. Say you come home and they're doing some sort of like big uh, celebration for your boat or whatever you do. I'm just, I'm just, and then I'm, it, just I'm just having, I'm, I'm having images of Liam Neeson on Life's Too Short where he wants what? to practice his oh, stand yeah, yeah, up yeah. and they're like, all right, so let's open up with something. Uh, I have AIDS. I'm a, I'm a doctor and you, you come into my office. Yeah. I'm riddled with AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is where we just, this is the corner we just took. If you haven't seen Life's Too Short, go look up that skit with Liam That's Neeson. That's a good skit. I have full blown AIDS. Um, yeah. <laughs> I played I played Zeus. No one's ever gonna believe that I'm a grocer. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyway. <laughs> so watch the credits. Let's move on. Wow. Um the uh, left talked about Mountain Blade. Live shows, folks. Can't cut any of this out. The left talks about Mountain Blade, and I was blown away that he had never played it because it seems right up his alley. You know what they don't you know what they don't talk about in Nintendo Power? What? Whether or not people should come to your funeral and say nice things. <laughs> they don't say whether you should. The funeral isn't really for the person who's dead. It's for the people who's still alive. Anyway, let's move on. Videos. Uh, all right. Videos. I Oh, my gosh. I have no notes because I forgot I lost them all. I did see Q-Dogs. Did you write these on a cocktail napkin? What is going on Dude, here? My whole file got deleted. I don't even know how. Stop writing your notes on windy paper. But at Thanks, least I, um, Samsung isn't slowing my phone down, I guess. Oh, uh, they're just <laughs> deleting your files. Uh, no, they didn't do it. All right. <laughs> carry on. So first up, 2B, second breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Year in review. Oh, uh, shoot. Did you watch it? Not this week. You watched last week's? I did, but we talked about it last week. You are terrible at this show. All right, so tell me what this week's about. So January 2018, I'll be taking (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts. Apply now, but tell me about... uh, Uh, He talks about his year in review. Talks about how he started off with the year of Sega. I love the year in review. I love it. Talks about the CCABC and how he beat it. How uh, Liam came up with the the great idea for it. Talked about uh, Extra Life Stream. He talked about the Cartridge Club Game of the Year vote. That's a big one. Which is an announcement we should have made we an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> but now we get a chance to. So you can go and vote for the game of the year. Um, Where? Uh, it's like bit.ly slash cartridge club awards. Don't go to that one. Vote. That sounds made up. Uh, is it Lemon Party? Is it, What site are we using? Wow. Do meat, not go. Do not. <laughs> do not go to Lemon Party. Oh. Don't type that into your search bar. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so that what link is going to be in the description, and hopefully somebody will fire it here in the chat for those who are live in yeah. studio. We are crashing. Great episode. <laughs> Man, we have taken a turn. It's probably this amp. It's messing with my it's brain. It's not drinking enough amp. <laughs> uh, then we get in the Q-Dog house. They talked about Christmas movies. They exchanged their, they exchanged their Christmas gifts early Amongst the family because they get so many gifts for the yes, girls. This is what I wanted to talk about. I, I liked. I wanted to talk about it because it's unique, and what you and Megan is also do is unique, and it just sort of highlights how there's so many different 
things at Christmas that people do, and I wanted to see what because a tradition for us was like, as kids, yeah. mom and dad would let us open one present one. Christmas Eve, and it couldn't be from them, and then we had to go to bed immediately after opening it. Yeah, it, no matter what it was. Yeah, we were not allowed to play with it. We but couldn't. we never got anything uh, from mom and dad, so it wasn't like our big. Gifts. I know that one year I got mittens from our grandmother. I remember we got hockey and, sticks, and I was eighteen, and the mittens were for like a six year old. Yeah, I mean the hockey <laughs> sticks were very similar. Yeah. They were supposed to be for you, yeah, and then. You um, weren't that old. So you and Megan do something unique for Christmas. You guys. I'd like to hear what you think we do. You you just say, I want this. And she says, I want this. And then you go buy it. Oh, and, okay. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's essentially what it is. In you fact, know? my wife got her Christmas gift last night. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I'd love to hear any other unique Christmas traditions that people have. Yeah, um, I love Christmas. We're start, we started a new one last year. Yeah. Waffles at our house every Christmas, no matter what. We're making waffles. If you want to come, yeah. you're always welcome. We'll probably start one this year after tequila or water. Everybody mm. throws up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all throw up together. That's what yep. it's all about. Coming together, celebrating. Uh, they watched a bunch of Christmas movies and a uh, good episode. Uh, Retro Lectors. Talked about best games of 2017. And as I was oh, watching Mike's that's video. A tough one. <laughs> well, he just listed off a bunch. Okay, all right. As I was watching his video, I realized that we are in a, in a, in a year of games that are so good that a brand new Uncharted came out, yeah. and Neo came out. What? And Neo. What's Neo? N-I-O-H, Neo. That, oh, that, Neo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And Oh, my God. How do we forget about and Neo? And nobody even remembers they exist in December. That is crazy. It's Uncharted. Yeah, well, that's like a spinoff. Doesn't even count. Ah. Ain't no Drake's. Ain't no Drake story. <laughs> Doesn't even count. All right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just... How crazy is that? That in a, in a decade... Um, a decade. <laughs> what are you saying? Stop reading the chat. Kevin says he can't believe that we don't wait <laughs> for his name in the credits of ET Canada. Oh man, I didn't know you were on ET Canada's credits. I'm gonna start watching. I don't watch ET Canada, but <laughs> I'm gonna subscribe to a cable service. <laughs> I will That's now. Awesome. I've never known anybody to be in credits before. Has Curtis ever been in one? I don't know. I wouldn't watch it you anyway. Ask him. I would not wow. pay him the respect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he knows he did it. That's good enough. Um. So how crazy is that? Um. It's a year. There's, that's how many games are this year. Yeah. Persona 5, um, Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn, Hellblade, Sonic Mania. My goodness. Um, for, 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 Forza, Forza 7? Forza came out this year? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, crazy, crazy year. Cuphead. Did you say Cuphead? Cuphead. Uncharted. Odyssey. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. That's a game. Uh, Nier. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I'm going to uh, throw up. Yeah, imagine being I'm the guys so who had to narrow it down to five for Game Awards. Dude, I've beaten like one game from this year. Well, you're a shitty gamer. <laughs> I'm just a good dad. <laughs> Terrible gamer, good dad. I guess I had to trade one. Yep. Man. He chose poorly. Dude, I was, I've seen this video on this. Uh, it's like a handheld, but you can emulate like Dreamcast and everything on it. Yeah. And N64, dude, it looks awesome. So NJ Retro was just saying in the chat how when his uh, child is old enough to start playing games that he might start them on... Um, some older stuff. What's your What's your game plan for when when your baby is old enough to play games? Are you gonna just jump right in? And sub question: Are you also gonna do the same thing for television and movies? You're gonna force them to watch like the Andy uh, Andy Van was it Andy Van Dyke Dick Van Dyke show? Um, um, no, Andy Griffith. That's it. I don't have an attachment to old movies and uh, and TV the way I do with video games. I would love to get her. You know what? I, this is hard for me to talk about because the way I had my collection before was designed to be what I played originally growing up so that I could get her to play that way growing up. Mm-hmm. Game for game. It would have been the exact same order I played them. Really? Now I can't because it's all gone. Hmm. So I get a little emotional thinking about that sometimes. Well, we can just get them back. <laughs> yeah, I will eventually. That's... What was the first game you played? 
Uh, well, first game I played is would be hard to narrow down. Final I, Fantasy Four is the first game you. Final Fantasy Two is the first game you beat on your own. First RPG I beat on my own. Yeah. Okay. What's the first game you beat on your own? World Mario World. Super Mario World. So we're gonna start around that. It's on the yeah. It's on the SNES Mini. You have that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. There you go. And she can use save states, so she can beat it the way it was intended. No. No. She will not be using save states. That's the thing. I want her reflexes That's to be like mine. I don't want her to have any fun. I want her to be twitched up. I, I want her to be her ready to, to go. Um, I want her to cry. Put an amp in her bottle. <laughs> do not. We do not. No. Cartridge Club does not condone the use of amp yeah. as children's. At drinks. least not until we get an official sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Retro Nonsense did a getting ready for Christmas video. Um, yes. Fun video. Diego mentioned on Twitter this week. How oh, crazy is it that Duke's... Dude? Yeah, Luke got a black belt. Congratulations, Luke. Huge. How crazy is it that Duke's kids, when we first started watching them, were like kids. I and know, now, I know. Now Bobby runs his own business. Like <laughs> <laughs> They're little people. And they can be in their own streets of raging. They're both black belts. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Man, that would terrify me as a father if my kids could kick my ass. Oh, boy. I wonder if Duke's a black belt. Uh, self-made. I bet you Tara is. Se- both self-made. You think? Yeah. Tara might actually be a black She's pretty athletic. Yeah, she looks um, like she could probably She does a lot of running. Ass, yeah. She does like marathon running. Yeah, she could definitely um, be a Duke then. <laughs> I don't know, man. Duke's, Duke. he's wiry. Maybe Duke is like... Think uh, about Craig Stevens' dad. Remember was Craig? The, what was his, that? His no, dad, his dad did not look dad. strong at all, and he was like... I don't know. I mean, no, he had nobody a grip like him. a robot from... Uh, what's that robot movie with Hugh Jackman? Robot. Real Steel? That's it. <laughs> my god <laughs> um, what's that drunken Jackie Chan one that could be Duke Jackie drunk drunken Jackie drunken Jackie. Drunk Jackie Chan does karate or something that's it <laughs> what are we talking about Rumble, Rumble, what's Rumble, it going Rumble in Nebraska uh, next up it. Bill did a vinyl Bill did an unboxing on the STC show what of uh, White Stripes uh, oh yes the the record albums one. yeah, yeah. Um, talk to me about it they looked really cool. These records. Yeah. He he joined some weird vinyl club in the states. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's actually called Vinyl Club. Um, that could be. And they sent him like these custom uh, cases for these new records, and they looked awesome. Really? Yeah. He's he couldn't play any of the music because he didn't want any copyright hits. Did he put this up because he uh, didn't want uh, Joe to have any material for? Uh... No, actually, the next video I want to talk about is Transformers and Beer, where Joe did an unboxing uh, all, all his own? of a White Stripes. Vinyl set. (laughs) And it's weird because he was wearing the same Paisley shirt that Bill was wearing in the video and did all of the exact What happened with this Google Hangout thing? Did you call Joe out or something? I just... So Bill had mentioned (laughs) on SDC that that there was was a a Transformers and Beer game showing and an unboxing that was very similar to one they had done on STC. Right. Um, so I went You told me he took the same footage. Well, that's though. what Bill said in the show. Okay, all right. I didn't do any research on my own at that point. Okay, all right. Um, it may have been fake news. Yeah. So I went and looked, and it is all the same games, done, yeah. taken, probably done at the exact same time. But in the STC video where it's, here's the game, toss, here's the game, toss, here's, right. a, here's a nut shot, here's a game, toss, yeah. here's me scratching myself, the, <laughs> the Transformers and Beer one is like, here's the game, yeah. flip. Yeah. Let me talk about this. Hold on, I think I said branding. This is. Yeah. It's like shoot, and then laid down gently so you could read the label perfectly. Love it. All through the whole thing, like when he does his unboxing, he's like, "I ah, hear some cards are garbage." <laughs> but when he does the, the Transformers and Beer unboxing, right, right. it's like these cards were designed and printed. This by... Is exactly like Bill says. Oh, it was so, so crazy, it was but so it was funny. two different videos. Okay, all right. I would still flag you for copyright. Content. No, you can't. <laughs> well, I did. That um, is so funny. So Bill did this White Stripes vinyl unboxing. Uh, anytime Bill's talking about music, I love it. He yep. just has such a great passion for it. He does have a passion for music and vinyl. Yeah. 
He probably got got this club with selling those guitars. He yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I mean, he, I I have no doubt that he's got a, probably got a vinyl set or an outfit or something, like covered in vinyl. Like yeah. like he, like like George wanted to wear suede. Yeah, yeah. Like Bill or was it velvet? Velvet. I think it was velvet. Uh, yeah. If I could, I would drape myself velvet. in velvet. Yeah, it was socially, socially acceptable. acceptable. Yeah. All right, carry uh, on. The last video I watched was "Cannot Be Tamed," uh, fifty to forty-six of her oh. top one hundred games. Uh, and it was, I think you would have liked it a lot. It was uh, Star standards? Tropics and Overwatch both made the cut there. Um, I do like Star Tropics. Yeah. She says it's one of her guilty pleasure retro games. I know nothing guilty about that. That's a great choice. And that's all I got for videos. What about blogs? No blogs this week. All right. So we are about to do the answers portion oh. of the show. Dean put up his new Shamu 2 review. It's absolutely incredible. His writing skills are literally unrivaled and I love reading everything he does when did that I checked I never miss an entry and neither should you go check it out I checked two hours ago there was no Shenmue it's 2 up there review. now and it's awesome it's probably my favorite one that he's ever done I'm not kidding I checked two hours ago <laughs> it's hard for me to choose a favorite because they're all awesome <laughs> Dean put up his name alright let's go that's next that's fantastic that's it for update that's it. so we're gonna go into questions are we sure there's no more announcements I don't know was there any uh, votes or anything going on we already talked about that yeah I don't know. You can still go donate to Extra Life and stuff. All right, let's keep going. Yeah. Um, All right. So we're going to go to answers. I'm going to grab the first one from Twitter. If you're here live in Twitch chat and you want to ask us a question, now would be the time. Um, so th fire it up there. Oh, we're doing live questions? We're going to do live questions. Holy jeez. Um, While we wait for that to come out, I'm just going to take a second to read Dean's uh, blog again. Still awesome. I checked to uh, I looked. I specifically went and looked. It's all right, dude. He only does everything for us. So uh, <laughs> so, do Derek does some stuff. Uh, all right. He's only one of the main contributors to uh, to the club, but that's all right. No. <laughs> You'll <don't> understand. <laughs> He's actually doing this podcast through ventriloquism. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if he could do that, Dean, can you do that? That would be amazing. Let me make that happen, my friend. All right. Um, All right. So first up, let's hear it from Reed. Oh no, sorry. From Jake. Yep. At Polykill says, "Are games as a service intrinsically a bad idea, or has there simply been a lack of ideal implementations to provide a solid example of it? Is viable and acceptable? As viable and acceptable. I so know, our I games. Don't know, I don't know what any of those words mean. Our games as a service." Good. Dude. So that's like you buy it once, it's available for many years, and then you have to pay small amounts throughout the life cycle of the game? Yeah, I guess that's exactly what it is. Would Overwatch be that? I don't really... Uh, uh, I guess so, yeah. Is Destiny that? He, I don't know. I'm playing Destiny 2. If there is an option to spend real-life money in it, I have not yet seen it. Fitnet gotcha. would be able to answer that more accurately. Yeah. Um, I, um, I don't play any of those types of games. I don't play... Uh, Anything that requires me to pay money after I've purchased the game. You didn't play World of Warcraft? I Yeah. The, are MMOs games? Is, well, that's service? a monthly subscription. Um, yeah. Back when I was younger and had more money, I played an MMOs. Yeah. But, so those are games as a service. So what's the question? Are I, those don't, I don't know what he's asking. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think MMOs are a good games as a service. That, if that's what you're meaning, then MMOs, I think, are the best example of that. Um, but you need to have time to sink into those. But other than that, I guess I don't. What about you? I don't know. I'm, uh, you love Overwatch. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't. I have spent money on Overwatch. Yeah. Um. If the if the cost of the game can be kept down, if the initial cost of the game can be kept down by microtransactions throughout the life of the game, 
Uh, as long as they're not lo- walling off things you need for progression, I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Um, if 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 the if if somebody can buy their way to a better character, and it affects me in it affects me in my game, I'm not okay with it. But like Shadow of War, yeah. you you could spend money and level your character up faster and beat the game sooner. But that doesn't affect me in my game, so yeah. I don't care. Go nuts. You do you. It's the same thing as buying um, a the only game time, genie. The only time it would bother me is if it would give you an advantage in a online multiplayer game where it was head-to-head. See, now we're talking about microtransactions. We're not talking about That's games as a service. That's games as a service, isn't it? I have no idea. I think we, we are bad failed this host. question. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. We love you, Jake. Uh, they're about to record Polykill after this, so they'll be able to make fun of us after. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, from Reed, how do you feel about post-credits content? Like stuff that opens up. After the game ends, not just stuff that you didn't finish during your playthrough. Uh, and he said the most awful example he could think of is Final Fantasy XIII uh, because the open world wasn't truly open world till after you beat the game. Huh. Is that true? I Once I have finished the last boss in a game, there is very little chance that I'm going back. Me too. I, when I was younger, when I was like a kid, I did. But if there's an expansion... I had to. See, even... I even have a hard time going back for expansions. I will not for, go back for, for DLC. I will not like, go back for DLC. The Mass Effect games that I played, if I didn't have them uh, at, at launch at the time I beat them, I didn't go back. I never went back for any Mass Effect threes. Yeah, uh, Mass Effect twos were all on disc because I got them on PS two. CD. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't do DLC. Uh, when I, it's funny because when I was a kid, man, stuff like that would have been amazing to go back after credits. If there was something to do after credits. I have like six months to wait for my next game, uh, but now I just. I don't have time as it is, and there's so many games on my backlog. After I've got those end credits, I'm done. It's the same reason I will never collect all the shrines in Breath of the Wild, and the main reason that Breath of the Wild is not my favorite Zelda game. Because it didn't force you to do something? Right. Like, there's no... That game, there's no need to go and get those things. If there was... If Ganon was... Oops. If if there was uh, a... Spoiler. If there was a boss that required me to have... And you can, uh, anyway, but how? So how is it a? How is that a bad thing? That imagine if it required that Wait, you do one hundred and twenty shrines. What was the question? Uh, how do you feel about post credit content that opens up after you beat the game? Right. Um. I don't need he's, it. He's saying not stuff that's that you just ignored pre beating the final boss. Here's stuff that example. is only unlocked by beating the game. Mario Odyssey, the very first. So uh, Samus returns hard mode. Hard mode's unlocking after you beat a game. New game plus. I don't care. I guess that's post credit content. That is post credit. Your content. You're right. Um, I have no interest. Um, I like that it's there. I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing that it's there. Some people will like that. Yeah. It's just not for me. Um, Mary Odyssey, the first world you go to, the very first after you get your cappy or whatever, um, you go to this like prehistoric world. Mm-hmm. I found uh, secret moons that weren't there until you finished the level. And then you had to go back, and I had to go back to the spots I already found. Oh yeah, Odyssey's like that. That's what I just. That's what I'm talking about. Are you? Yeah. I was reading the chat. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> um, that annoys me. I hate that. I, if I go out of my way to find it, it should be there. I should be able to get it. Right. Not just now. It's open. How did for you no know? Reason. How did you know it was there? Because there's it wasn't doors. There. You know the doors you go in. They're there, but there's a rock. There's just a rock. So there's clearly a door, and there's a rock that doesn't even fill Can the you whole just door. Throw your hat on the rock and be the rock. You could do nothing. Can you be the dinosaur it, and bust it, the rock? It looks terrible. It looks like a badly designed spot. It looked like they said, hey, we need to block this off. Yes. For some reason, we're not going to let you in here until you beat the boss of this level. You it, have to beat the boss of the level or the boss of the whole game? The boss of the level. I'm talking about just the very first. I'm not spoiling Odyssey. 
Talking about the very first world. Okay, so when you're fighting the dragon. <laughs> the very first world. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. See you, Polico. Oh, see you guys. Um, I don't like it. Once I've beaten the game, I'm, I'm not going back to look for stuff. I'm not going back to play. Very few games have held my interest to the point that I would want to continue adventuring in that world. Breath of the Wild actually did. I don't understand um, it. You, the point of the game is to beat the game. Once yeah, you well, I beat game. it. I didn't, I didn't play it again, but Colleen did. She went and gathered Korok seeds. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's no way I could ever do that. There's no point in, in having bigger inventory. You've done everything you need to do. But why? So, you've so done I don't it. understand how that's bad. Because you, you're saying. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying I don't like it. But other people do. That's great for them. If they forced you to do all that stuff, you would not like it because it's too much filler, too much side quest. So by giving you the option to no, not do it. No, I never said that. If forced is a, is a big word. If it served me a purpose, I would love it. It well, you, serves you, me you no purpose. You with the shrines, how you don't have to do the shrines, so they're pointless, so that's why it's not your top game. Right. I was powerful enough at whatever, at many shrines. Right. Why would I even Well, if they it? forced you to do them, if they said, no, you can't fight him until you've unlocked no. all 120 shrines, is that better? No, if they had another boss that was optional that you would re- be required to have a lot higher heart count, a lot higher stamina bar, a lot better armor, I would be way more inclined. But then it wouldn't be an open world game. That's exactly... No, it would be. It's an optional boss. You should be able to fight the last boss the, the same way you come off that mountain. Yeah, the last... I agree completely. You're not listening. <laughs> this optional boss right. would... In- like make you want but, to get but stronger. The shrines are optional, and you don't want those. I never said I don't want them. You just said I'm why would no I do? Point. But if he's not the end boss, would, why would you go to fight an optional second boss? Because it would give you a reason to go to the shrines. <laughs> it would give you a reason to want better armor. I beat the last boss in chic armor. Sheik got armor. It's the first armor set I bought. I wore it the entire game. It was easy. <laughs> I had no no need for anything else. That's all I'm saying. That, that seems like a positive to me. It, that you didn't have to do extra. It is, but what we're talking about is what would make you want to play post-credit. If, oh, right. If there was a bigger, better, stronger boss who was really cool that I would then want to beat. That it was only open after beating Ganon? Because that would be post-credit. It wouldn't even have to be. It would just have to be completely optional. You could do a post-Ganon well, if you want. But right, not, unless not, Ganon's not the last boss, we don't know. It's not. We never po- even beat it's it. Not it's not post-credit if it's not. It's not post-credit if it's not. If there's anybody in this chat who doesn't know Ganon's the last boss of a Zelda game, dude, it could not be. He's the last boss of every Zelda game. Oh my gosh! Spoilers. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Even the ones you think he's not in. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is live. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Um. It's the same Nino Cooney. This is my example I bring up the most. I'm going to the last boss. I'm powerful. I don't need there's a chest down this hallway. The last boss is in front of me. Musty raises a good point. You're you just cut me off by reading chat. I don't believe this. <laughs> Stop reading it. Musty raises a good point. All right, Musty, let's hear it. Near Automata or Near is the yes. perfect example of post credit content. No, it is not. You beat the game. No, you do not beat you the game. You have to beat the game. You do not beat the game uh, don't, listen, until you have every end. Do you see credits? Credits don't mean anything. What do you mean? Credits In Nier Automata. If you beat Nier the first time through, you've seen nothing. You've beaten it. No, no, you have not. You have. No, you got halfway if through the game. If you have to cheapen your game by making me replay oh. parts. <laughs> if you have to extend the gameplay hours by no. forcing me to replay entire segments. No, it, no, no. That's what they do. What they did is give. So, uh, so, so, did you beat all four endings? Did you beat all four endings in the original Nier? Yes. So you, no, li- so well, you I got, like post credit content. There's one where you have to make a decision, and then, anyway. So you like post credit content. 
No, I do not like. Did you see credits after ending A? Uh, yes. Did you continue to play post that? It's not post. Did you continue? Did you continue to play post those credits? After you saw credits for ending A, <laughs> did you continue to play near? I did not. Wait, did you, wait. What's ending A? Did you continue? What is ending A to you? After the first time you saw <laughs> credits in near, did you continue to play the game? The the game isn't over then. Just answer the question. Seeing credits. Okay. After in near uh, automata. I'll read his question again. How do you feel about post-credits content? Yes. It doesn't say, how do you feel after 100% completion? It doesn't say, how do you feel after you've gotten every possible story ending that some weirdo in a mask thought of? It says, how do you feel about post-credit content? I don't so partake in so post-credits post, content. Post-credits of the first year, did you continue to play? No. Post-credits is after ending D or so C. You, so you didn't see credits at any other point prior to that? I can't remember. Probably. But it doesn't mean well, you stopped because you don't. Okay, in your automata, I'm pretty sure you can like die and you get credits. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they don't mean anything. You didn't beat the game; you died. Did you get regular speed credits? Wait, because, hold on. Because when you die, hold on. read read the question again. Let sure. me let me just hear it. Sure. Yeah. How do you feel about post credit contents? Like stuff that opens up after the game ends, not just stuff that you right. Didn't the finish. game doesn't end after it. En- it does. No Credi- credits mean you're done. But the game isn't over. There's still more games. If you leave after a Marvel movie and don't see the scene at the end of the credits, did you see the movie or did you not see the movie? Yes, you've seen the movie. Well, you couldn't have because the game, the movie's not over. There's a scene at the end. You didn't see the movie. This is completely separate. How? Because the game isn't over. So after the credits in Nier, you continued to play. Then give me an example of what he's talking about. Nier. Now, other than Nier. Nier Automata. Pick another game. <laughs> this, doesn't, this is a completely separate thing. Because that is not an actual... I mean, you. some people can stop playing them, but it's not the end of the game. End of the game is story's done. You've, you've seen the story. And then post is after that. That's what he means. No. He means post story. <laughs> Near is the exception because they have credits all over the place for some reason. Next up, from Matt Bandy. <laughs> At X Matt Bandy Wait, X. did you answer it though? What? No, I don't play anything post credits. That's why I stopped a near automata after I beat ending A. Oh my gosh. Now that my son is going to have an Xbox One, what are some games that I should check out? So this is games that he should check out on the Xbox One. Matt Bandy? Yeah. What kind Uh, of games is Matt Bandy like? I thought he only liked handheld handheld games. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of the same games we recommended for your son, in all honesty. Shovel Knight, uh, ReCore, Cuphead. Yeah, um, those are all my games. I would check out Quantum Break. That's on my list to play. Sunset Overdrive is on my list to play. Um, yeah, yep. they look like fun. Is he into those kind of games? I don't know. I don't know. But I think he'd be more, more into what you said before. You should go to uh, Musty Hobbit's uh, channel and check out his Xbox videos to buy. Oh yeah, that would be a good spot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Check out Musty. <laughs> uh, next up, Derek at. D13 says... What up, Derek? Who's the better half of the Cartridge Bros? You. No, it's you. <laughs> In terms of yeah. what? Uh, whichever one of us plays the most post-credit content. Oh, well, I guess that would be me because I play near <laughs> Through completion. <laughs> Beyond completion. Uh, Eric, Mighty Cute Hug says, Were you naughty or nice this year? Um, I think I was pretty nice. I uh, spent countless hours with my child, which I think is a nice thing. I... Uh, <laughs> I did my best to be nice. I'm certain in some instances I was naughty. Naughty. Yeah. Wait. Does he specify what he means by that? We're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Q-Dog says, follow up, just how naughty. Oh, there it is. 
Um, Did you introduce like anything new into the bedroom? Well, well the switch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait. I think that is a term. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Let's just move on. Chris, bass guy, 654 says, what is one thing? Oh, this is for me. What is one thing you miss the most besides the obvious family and friends when you're on deployment? I'm going to count my dogs as family. They are. Um, Twitter. The uh, Canadian government has deemed Twitter to be a non-essential website and blocks all access to it. Yeah. As well as all access to the Cartridge Club website. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah. Um, I have not played all 26 endings of Automata yet. I haven't even started Automata yet, unfortunately. (laughs) I like FitNet. I do, too. Now, as quote, the point of the game is to get credits two minutes ago. Credits mean nothing. (laughs) <laughs> is, that, is that really what was said <laughs> oh my um, this is why we don't do live shows um, Josh Frantic Society says I didn't say the point of the game is to get credits did I I may have said the point of the game is to finish the last boss right? yeah with the VDQ in July <laughs> um, that's a good question now uh, next question from Josh uh, I just answered a question that I got from Facebook Messenger live um, wow. I know, uh, Josh says uh, I know we all love to talk video games but what were some movies or TV shows that you loved in 2017? Oh, I should have thought about this. Yeah. Punisher. I like I'm going to say uh, American Vandal. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I love American Pun- Vandal. Punisher. American Vandal. Pun- Punisher was amazing. Big Mouth. I did not see that. Both on Netflix. Both. Uh, Big Mouth is filthy. Ooh. Do not watch it with kids. Yeah. Filthy, filthy, filthy. I don't only like toilet humor. I laughed my ass off at this. Oh, what's it called? Uh, Big Mouth. It's about children going through puberty. They're in like junior high. Oh, my. Um, And it's hilarious. Have you seen this Lacey Peterson show? No. So this guy murdered his wife or possibly murdered his wife. And the show is like, uh, it's like, um, what was that big Netflix show from last year where the guy killed somebody and then they thought he was innocent or something? Uh, Making a murderer. It's like that, except it's, uh, you know, it's just somebody else doing this other one. It's really good. I would check it out. Hmm. If you're into making a murderer. Um, uh, what else came out this year? Any good movies or anything? Uh, Get Out was a good movie I saw. I heard that was good. I, ha- I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet. I saw Last Jedi. Don't just don't say anything about Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. I guess if I liked or disliked it as a spoiler. Yes, it is. So I saw Last Jedi. You know Jedi. what else is a spoiler? When people... Anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. Um, I'm just quickly checking the chat here for questions. Uh, Musty definitely had one there. No, Musty's asking questions of Ryan. What? No, he said right there. Have you ever gone back to a game genre that you hated that you find you are now more on board with? Oh, okay. Yeah, so Musty asks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I just a, said. That's a good question. Um, and I have. Uh, First-person shooters, I'm going to say. Yeah? So surprisingly enough, pre-2017, I was anti-first-person shooter. Anti? Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. like them, didn't want to play them. Yeah. So sometime around November of 2016, I bought an Xbox One S. Mm-hmm. This was my first real exposure to the Xbox controller. Uh, I had a 360, but I'd only gotten that a couple of months prior. <laughs> yeah. um, and I started playing a little game called Overwatch. And uh, <laughs> oh, Overwatch uh, warmed me up to first-person shooters. Now, I eased in playing Reinhardt. You can spend a lot of time in third person with him. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I tried Wolfenstein based on the trailer for E3 mm-hmm. um, and really enjoyed that. Really? Yeah. That's true. You are a big Wolfenstein um, guy now. So now I'm playing Destiny 2, a game that I said I would I never play. you're playing Destiny 2. And loving it. Now, I don't know if I'm enjoying it because of the con- the interaction I'm having with my friends, but 
I have grown Probably. more accustomed to first person. It, it no longer gets me disoriented. I no longer feel like I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm enjoying some of the stories hmm. I'm finding there. Um, yeah, I, I, I might actually get the Halo Master Chief Collection and try and play through some of those games. Yeah, I would totally single player only. I'm not into the multiplayer. I'd totally play through Halo. Um, but it's it really. I don't know if it was the Xbox controller or if it was Overwatch or if it's a combination of those. It was the games you were choosing. It's obviously Maybe. yeah. Like you don't want to play Call of Duty. That's cool. I get it right. in the same way. I've discovered ever since we played Bioshock, I realized it's not the genre; it's the type of game. It's yeah, the, uh, um, because I love Portal. That's first person. Yep, uh, I actually enjoyed Half Life Two, and that's first and Half Life Two also. So there you go. And it's just the type of game you're playing. Yeah. So I, I'll probably mirror that too. It wasn't until the club that I started playing this type of game. So. Yeah. So I, I officially have to stop saying I don't like first person shooters, uh, and now I guess I can just say I don't like bad games that require you to play them post credits. And Wait, what? No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like, uh, and it really surprised me that I oh yeah, Metroid Prime. I bought Destiny Two, cool. and I was like, I was playing it, and I think it was yesterday. I, I actually I mentioned to Musty, I was like, I'm having a lot of fun with this. And he was like, uh, it's a first person shooter you're playing, and I, was, <laughs> I threw my controller down. I was like, what? <laughs> but I was playing Horizon, yeah. um, and I found myself looking past Aloy at the surroundings and thinking I could just play this in first person. I don't know that it would be that much of a difference to me. Um, yeah, it was weird. I don't like third-person shooters either, so let's just be yeah. right <laughs> uh, And the last question we have from... You quickly check the chat there. Game Time with Kyle. Uh, this is actually a question for everybody in the Cartridge Club. Okay. Uh, in the Cartridge Smash Bros. Play on um, Super Smash Bros. Ah. What would some final smashes from fellow clubbers be like? What stages would be included? Oh, my goodness. So I think Joe's massive castle would be a stage his home. <laughs> nice call. Uh, and his finishing move would probably involve some sort of polish in a rag and like cleaning everything up and dusting yeah. the screen clean. Um, Adam from Replayability said that P1 would summon a Navy battleship to fire cannons from the background and that P2 would inject all other characters with embalming fluid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, we'd have a television studio as a stage, I think. Uh, there's a lot of club members that work for television studios. Yeah. Bill, Kevin, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um you, Curtis, I guess you can count as well, movie studios. Yeah, that's true. Um, there would be uh, a, an umbrella-themed stage for Musty. We were in like a biochemist lab, and there's all kinds of monsters. Uh, his special would be to summon Nemesis. Oh. Yeah. I don't get it. He's He works for Umbrella. Oh, okay, I get it. Wow. <laughs> um, that's a good special, dude. Can you think of any? No, I'm not good at these things. <laughs> I'm not creative. Right. I suck. All right. Um, but um, uh, there was something I wanted to mention here. Oh, um, Fitnet brought up Rex and Xenoblade and compared him to Big Mouth. Can you please explain that to me? Uh, Rex is 12 years old, and the show Big Mouth is centered around 12 to 14-year-olds. Oh, okay. I don't mind children in anything except for the main protagonist of long RPGs. <laughs> uh, and that's it. All right. Uh, is that it? Is that the end of the podcast? That's the end of the show. Holy crap! That was a weird show. That was, yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of turns there, a lot of twists and turns. Um, <laughs> it's a roller coaster we went ride. To some strange places. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, first of all, if you're here in Twitch chat, thanks for hanging out with us yeah, for an hour and a half. Thanks for being here, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, a lot of people here. Gonna gonna probably do some Xbox Online play after this if I can get Colleen off of Odyssey. We'll you playing that happens. Destiny two again? Maybe, or maybe some Overwatch if we get enough people involved. Boom. First I know person shooters. Still got Destiny rented for a couple days, so or for he actually night. got it. He rented it. Yeah, but I know he's been trying. Well, he to. rented it. 
But did he actually get it this time? Well, he got it every time. He just been peeling the label oh, off I see and what you're calling Redbox and telling them, "Hey, it's empty again." Yeah. Oh, this one's also stolen. <laughs> Weird, uh, sir. We're looking at your eBay accounts. Uh, <laughs> um, so, if you listen to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org. We can check out this. Uh, and other great podcast videos and blogs from our community. Hold on. Fitnet said I'm specific about how characters look in general. I do not how look care about how any characters look in any game. Except for your main protagonist should not be a child in an RPG. Right. I mean, when you're playing with other adults and stuff. Right. I just find it contrasting. Right. Oh, for anybody wondering, this but little... Once again, this is just me. <laughs> this little Samson is a repro from uh, AliExpress, I think, that uh, NES Payne gave us one year as a gift for Cartridge Con. It's not a real little yeah. Samson. I think he just forgot it here. Yeah. No, no. it was a gift. I know. Because he gave you that Mega Man one. I remember. Um, I still play that Mega Man one. Sorry. CartridgeClub.org. <laughs> Other great podcasts, videos, and blogs such as this. Uh, if you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash Cartridge Club, where you can donate as much or as little as you like, and every cent donated goes to the club. I am player one. I am player two. CC Unite. I got a Google Big Mouth. Uh, it's really funny. I like Colleen and I put it on, and we were like, "Ah, let's check out an episode." And we were laying in bed, and we watched four episodes. Like we stayed up an hour and a half past our bedtime, laughing our asses off. Um, can you go to the chat there? Yeah. He said to Google Big Mouth and tell him what I think of the art. Tell him I do oh, not man. like it. Really? <laughs> I can't stand this art style. Oh, it's so funny, Mark. Oh, please, just, just watch one episode. That's all I ask. Just let me tell him. Just <laughs> wa- he can hear you. We're still alive. Oh, oh, just uh, watch one. It looks episode. terrible that art style. Like, oh my god, I, I it's hurting my eyes just looking at it. Uh. <laughs> what am I looking at? This would be very adult focused. This. Uh... Oh, it is. Yeah, there's one. There's just watch the first episode. All right, the, there's a... the locker room scene when. <laughs> Just watch the first episode. It's so funny. <laughs> this is post-credit content. This is post-credit content. <laughs> but that's um, right. All right, so I'm going to jump. We're going to shut off of here, folks. Uh, thanks again so much for coming out. Really appreciate it. It was fun. I kind of uh, want to talk to Fitnap I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. We didn't say Merry Christmas once on our Christmas episode. Yeah, we totally said it earlier in the show. Mm, I don't think we did. Merry Christmas. Are we still on? We're still on the yeah. air. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, Derek, uh, Derek, just send me a message. Let me know exactly when I should cut off all of that uh, near... Did you keep playing after the credits? Do we say CC how, how many consecutive minutes of that same question uh, do we need to remove? Dude, there's so much in this episode that was just like, what happened? Yeah. All right. Um, I love you guys. Have a good night, everyone. Bye, guys.